ML Nation, episode 349. And over time, if you do that, if you do something consistently, you will have success. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. Hey, MLM Nation, if you want to recruit more reps and want to create duplication, I highly recommend you check out my free training. It's a webinar, my sponsoring workshop. This teaches you the seven steps to become a top recruiter and the mental tricks I did. It also talks about a six-figure close you can use immediately to close a prospect, whether it's for a customer or for a business, it works both ways. It uh, also talks about a lot of different strategies that I use to become a top recruiter. I recruit over 80 people a year, consistently, year after year. That's actually helped help me make over a million dollars in the business. It's a free webinar. Go check out at sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Go get your pen and paper ready. I'm sure you can get tons of value. And if you have questions, make sure you bring them onto the webinar as well. Again, sponsoringworkshop.com. And I look forward to seeing you there. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan. And let me ask you, what's your purpose and vision? My purpose in doing what I do is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible. And that's why I founded ML Nation. Now, I'm loud and proud to be a network marketing professional because I have three beliefs. Number one, network marketing allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. So write that down. Number two is network marketing allows us to give back more. And I want you, whatever success you have, to give back more. Number three, most important, network marketing allows us to be a better leader at home. It allows us to be better parents a better spouse because we're always leading by example. You can take the lessons we learn from these top leaders from myself and apply it back to home. And our mission at ML Nation is to empower 10,000 distributors to achieve a full-time income. Now, ML Nation, you must have a clear purpose and vision because otherwise you'll never do the uncomfortable things that are necessary for success to happen. That's why your purpose and vision is so important. It's what's going to pull you and motivate you. And before we start today's show, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like ML Nation, you'll love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing training stories just like MLM Nation. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash times. And now, I'm super fired up. Let's go to today's training. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Jim Kenny. Hey, Jim, are you ready to make it happen? I'm ready, Simon. I'm ready. You are fired up. Hey, Jim Kenny, everyone, was a traditional business owner. He had a printing business when he discovered network marketing eight years ago. He went full-time in his MLM business in about two years, and after that, he was able, because he was able to replace his full-time income. Jim and his two brothers worked closely together, and the three of them have earned over $5 million in commissions. Jim and his wife live out in New Jersey, and they have four children that range from 16 to the 25-year-old twins. So, Jim, I've given ML Nation a brief background, but please share a little bit how, like, a traditional business owner like you got introduced and got interested in network marketing. Yeah, sure, Simon. Thanks. So, uh, it's great to be here today. I've watched your podcast many, many times. I'm really excited to be a guest on it. Uh, but basically, Simon, my story was um, seven years ago, uh, I was introduced to the business that we're in today. And I was, uh, I was at a point in my life where I was in the printing business for my whole life, basically from when I was 22 years on, had an extremely successful career. 
but then about 10 years ago, that industry changed a lot. The internet came into play. Relationships kind of went out the window. I had to sell twice as much to make the same amount of money. It was just becoming a struggle. It wasn't fun anymore. But what I realized was two things. I realized I had four kids and that, uh, that they were going to be going to college and I wasn't quite ready for it. So I knew I needed to supplement my income one way or another. Uh, I also knew that the industry I was in, I was probably not going to be able to retire from it, um, happily at least, uh, because it was just changing so much. So uh, this opportunity came across as network marketing. I, I had seen it once before when I was like 22 years old or something, and I, I didn't do it at the time. Jeez, I wish I did probably then. Um, but I, I saw this opportunity, and the opportunity that we were in, what I saw was just something that I said, wow, that makes so much sense. And and wow, if what I just heard and and what that the vision of the the CEO, the founder of our company, uh, what he said, if, if, if that was true, um, then this is definitely something that I would like to test. I'd like to check it out. And, uh, you know, fast forward, here we are seven years later, and this is what I do. Um, I go around introducing this business to other people and help them uh, share this vision with other people. I mean, that's that's what we do. It's been incredible. So when Super you, happy this this weekend. I wasn't down in Florida with you this weekend um, or at a big company event that we had uh, because my 22-year-old daughter graduated from Loyola University um, four years um, that I can guarantee you that had I not seen what I saw seven years ago, I would not have been in Maryland at that graduation this weekend. Wow, very, very cool. Um, so when you got started, how were your first couple of weeks like? I know a lot of people struggle. What was your first experience? Oh my gosh, um, Simon! If I knew what I know now, and um, and if I had to do it all over again, it would be a totally different story. The first couple of weeks, uh, first couple of months, let's say, it was a brand new company for for starters. It was a startup company. Um, I I kind of dipped my toes in the water. I dipped my toes in the water, uh, but at the same time, I was watching a bunch of my peers around me um, who were not dipping their toes in. They were they were all in, and and I saw their numbers, and, and it just was going. So it took me about uh, four to six months to really kind of, I guess, get out of my comfort zone and, and just kind of um, uh, attack it a little bit differently. And again, I was a rookie um, at network marketing. We had one previous experience um, with a company that, um, that didn't last, um, but I knew a little bit about, you know, from that experience, I learned about leveraging and, and how powerful it can be. Um, so fortunately, I did have that experience already. But then with this company being the startup, being something that was really cutting edge, brand new at the time, um, it took me a little bit to get comfortable. But once I did, um, um, it was lights out. Things changed. So what do you mean by dipping your toes? You're like, wasn't a full commitment? Uh, it was definitely you... not a full commitment. I was definitely, uh, I would not talk to, uh, you know, there was a lot of people that, you know, A, I, I just wouldn't, um, I didn't, you know, I, I got rejected once or twice or like, what are you doing um, type of thing. And that kind of took me back a little bit. So I didn't go into my um, into my core group of people um, aggressively with it to say, you know, hey, I'm doing this. Um, you know, now uh, I, 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 there's still a whole bunch of people, as a matter of fact, as a result that I can go back to now. And it's certainly a lot easier to go back to now because of the success. Right. It's a lot easier to go back and talk to somebody after you've had years of success and a proven model, proven company, proven everything. So what changed? What made you decide to go up before the committed? You said it took you a couple. You're dabbling and dipping your toes. What made you decide, hey. Let me uh, change my habits and change my attitude towards this. Yeah, it was probably the first um, the first um, event, the national company event that they had. Um, I got started in February. Um, it was pre-launch, so we really didn't get going until May or August with an actual product. And then in September of that year, we had our national convention down in Atlantic City. Uh, we had about 2,000 people there for our first one. Um, and 
some of the things that I learned at that event um, were so powerful to me. And that's that's when I had my aha moment. That's where that's that's when I went all in um, learning from a lot of other professional network marketers on some of the things to do. Um, again, getting uh, reinforced with the company, um, our founder and, and how he was continuing on with his vision and how it was all working out. And, um, you know, that's basically it was about six months into it that I that I did go all in. Mm. So. You said aha moment, aside from seeing the uh, company vision. Was it specific skills or something that you realized you had to do differently? No, there was one thing. I'll never forget it. Um, it was a woman that is still with our company today. Um, she was on as a consultant. Uh, she lived in Utah at the time. And she made a commitment. Um, she was, again, like I said, she was hired as a consultant. But she made a commitment. She, was a, uh, she is uh, an extremely brilliant woman. Um, and she made a commitment to take her family, two kids and her husband, and move from Utah to Connecticut um, and, and come to work for this company full time. And when I saw when I saw that, um, that, you know, that she was willing to make that kind of commitment to this company is when I said, hey, you know what, um, this is a company that I'm willing to commit to as well. Well, so you saw that commitment. That is very, a big commitment, moving the whole family to open yeah, the market. Absolutely. Um. So how did you get your brothers in? I mean, you you know you have two brothers. Uh, first of all, what are their names? You can give them a shout out. And uh, all three of you have been very successful. I know you've been building globally. Last time we talked about traveling to Australia, and uh, so how did you get them in? Because most people struggle to get the family members in. A lot of times they're most negative. But you have a very yeah. unique story. We do have a really good story. So first of all, we were both involved in that other company prior uh, prior to this, but we were um, we were actually cross lined to each other. The way that we got into that, we were rookies at that time, and um, we were actually cross lined. But anyway, when this opportunity came across, uh, we decided to sit down and strategize and figure out how we could all work together as a team uh, and and build it um, build it together. And it's been phenomenal. My one brother, uh, Brendan Brennan Kenny, uh, lives up in uh, Norwood, Massachusetts. Um, he lived in Maryland at the time, but when we launched uh, up in Massachusetts with our energy product, he actually moved his family up there to build the business up there. Uh, my brother Ed lives down in Maryland, um, and uh, and I live in New Jersey. So, you know, one of the things that's been great for us working together is when you think about the East Coast. Um, you know, we have from Virginia basically up to Maine, um, where we're all within an hour. One one of the three of us is within an hour of anywhere um, there. So we've been able to build and support our teams on the East Coast um, tremendously. I'll give my brother Ed credit. Um, he's the one who decided to uh, take on Australia, um, and he launched Australia, and he's been extremely successful um, with that market. He's been down there twice since we launched. I think we launched about eight or nine months down there. Um, so how did you get them in? Did you, did you, you know, well, you we guys are always very close? Yeah, the company that we were with. The company that we were with prior kind of it didn't work out. That company didn't work out. So we were all um, kind of looking for, you know, hey, we understand how this network marketing thing works. Um, and then this company that we're with now and have been for seven years kind of came across. So so I didn't it was it wasn't a question of convincing them to come in. It was a question of, you know, how are we can come in together and build mm. it together. So, so now, 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 Simon, I'm uh, that's two of my brothers. Now, I am one of nine kids. Oh, nine. OK. And, and we don't have um, the, the other six. Um, two of them actually took positions back in 2010, but did nothing with it. Um, we're actually uh, today, my brother Tom, it's his birthday today, and uh, we're actually going to get him back in again um, today. For <laughs> Today is going to be the day he is actually going to come back in. So it's just like all the prospecting. It's just about the numbers. When you have nine, nine siblings, 
two of them are bound to come in, right? Yeah, well, three in our case, three out, three out of nine. Yep. So if uh, if those numbers worked out for everybody, if you talk to ten people, you talk to nine people, and three of them came into your business, we'd all be millionaires. That's right. So, Jim, um, this next question is my favorite question. During your uh, you know your eight years, what is your worst worst moment in network marketing? To the uh, point, most people will quit, but you hung in there, and that's why you are where you are today. Oh my gosh! Um, so, you know, with with network marketing, I mean, well, especially uh, company specific, we've had some things where, um, you know, we have energy and, and travel are our two things. But when it comes to energy, for an example, you know, you know, we've had situations where all of a sudden one of our big markets, uh, 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 the New York State regulator, came in one day and threatened to like shut it down, make it where we couldn't do business there anymore. Um, so things like that are like, oh, my God, you know, the world is falling apart on us. I've had uh, probably 10 times when, you know, you think the world is falling apart on you. It's just collapsing. But but it doesn't. Um, it, it you know, you you have your setbacks. And and, and what I find is, um, you know, we've had compensation plan changes, all sorts of different things throughout the seven years of, of a company growing. Everything's never going to be the same. You're always going to have adversity and challenges. Um, what I find, Simon, is that. Um, is that I, I actually enjoy them when they happen now. It might sound crazy, um, but what it does is it it's like a filter process where you have a whole bunch of people that all of a sudden see whatever the reason is um, that they see as a reason for maybe them not to stay involved anymore. Uh, but at the end of the day, ultimately, it's, it's really because they don't have what it takes to do it or for whatever reason, they're looking for an excuse. So what I have found is that a couple times this has happened where something bad's happened um, and, and people freak out and they leave. And I find out that um, that it was a gift because I didn't waste my time with that person because they were going to fail anyway. They were just, it was just not in their day. And day. They, weren't, they weren't willing to do what it takes to be successful in network marketing. So they just use that as a reason to, to quit. And, and like I say, half the time, now that I can look back at it, I can say, you know, oh my gosh, it was a blessing that I don't have, I didn't waste another year with that guy who was never going to do anything anyway. Because you're wise enough to know the most valuable thing is time. And spending time, but this business is about spending time with the right people. Absolutely. Uh, It's it's hard to figure out who those people are um, in the beginning. You want to work with everybody. And the sooner you can find out um, whether it's going to be a waste of your time or not, the better. Yeah. You know, I was just sharing this in Australia. Someone asked me, uh, how do you motivate downlines that don't do much? And I was just saying, you actually make more money when they quit because they're not doing anything anyway. So they just suck up your time, not just your time, your mental energy. A lot of mental energy that frustrates you. You get angry. You get emotional about it. Um, you, you, the goal really is to go out there and find like the next Jim Kenny, right, the next leader. For you, how, aside from them quitting, which makes it easy for you to filter out, how do you do any other filters because you want to work with anyone? How do you know who's good, who you should spend time with? So, um, you know, in our case, with our, you know, with our back office, we have some pretty good tracking of um, production, whether they're recruiting people or whether they're getting customers, right? If they're good customer getters, that's great. We want customer getters. Um, if they're good recruiters, that's great because hopefully they're going to recruit some good customer getters, right? Because that's in, in this business, that's what it's really all about is not, um, not acquiring associates because we don't make any money from that. We acquire, we make money when those associates go out and get revenue producing activity. So it's easy if I go in and somebody calls me up and says, hey, they want to spend some time with me. But I go and I look and I see that they haven't, you know, they have, haven't had any personal uh, activity. Um, then I, I might spend a minute with them, but I might, uh, when I end that conversation with them, I'm going to say, you know, hey, listen, 
um, if you want my time, I, I'll give you all day long, but you need to prove to me that, that you're going to go out and do something. So go out and get three customers uh, and call me next week. Mm. So you give, them, you give them one or two minutes and then give them some small little thing to do. And then, and I think everyone should be able to pretty easily get two or three customers in a week. Absolutely. Now, what's Absolutely. your approach? What, do you, what type of approach do you teach uh, in terms of getting, teaching people, your team, to get customers? So, um, so you know, we're in, um, so we have our two core products are energy and travel. So when somebody first gets started, for example, um, well, I'll use energy as the example. Um, you know, a lot of people will, you know, when they're, when they're showing them, all right, you got to get started, you have to have a list of 200 people. I say, uh-uh, don't, don't tell somebody when they're first getting started they need a list of 200 people. They're going to develop a list of 200 people over time. But if you tell them that right from the beginning, it's going to scare the hell out of them, right? It's going to, so what I tell them is, listen, go find, go find five people that you could call at 3 o'clock in the morning, and they would pick you up uh, because you ran out of gas without a problem, right? Those five people are the first five that you're going to call. And you're going to call them up and you're going to say, hey, Uncle Joe, I need a favor from you. Well, Uncle Joe's thinking, um, for, fortunately, it's not 3 o'clock in the morning. Don't call them at 3 in the morning. Call them at 10 in the morning. Um, first, he's thinking, um, uh, how much money does he need? You know, So you're, gonna, you're not going to ask him for money. You're going to say, hey, Joe, I need a favor from you. Um, I'm involved with the company. It's a really cool company. I'll tell you about it later. But um, I think I can save you some money on your energy bill. I think I can save you some money. If you can get me a copy of your bill... Um, I'll do an analysis, and if you can save money, then we'll talk about it. So Uncle Joe is, like, super happy. I don't have to lend him money. It's not 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't have to go pick him up. It's like, yeah, heck, that's all you need. I'll help you out there. So we know for a fact that we're going to have a product that is going to save him money, right? It's just it's, we're going to have a product that's going to save him money. So you're going to be able to go back to that guy, Uncle Joe, and say, hey, Uncle Joe, guess what? Great, you qualify. You know, I can say, you know, on this bill, you could have saved $10 if you were with us. And Uncle Joe's going to be like, great, sign me up, right? It's, it's an easy get customer way. So if you do that three or four times, well, now all of a sudden, if you do that in your first week, um, you have A, a success story. You have B, something that's extremely easy to duplicate. Um, and and you're confident. You're, you're not even talking to Uncle Joe about the opportunity or telling them about, um, you know, network marketing or whatever, because you don't want their first experience to be something that anybody could possibly say no to, right? You want them to have positive experiences coming right out of the gate. Hmm. Very cool. So you guys lead with, because you have your product, uh, energy and services, you lead with uh, customers first and then bring them into the business later? Uh, you know, absolutely. I mean, if you have somebody, if when, you're, when you're talking to Uncle Joe about his energy bill, and all of a sudden he says, well, wait, how, how does this whole thing work? How are you making money? Well, then you can open that door um, and go down that road. Um, it's, you know, that's on a, you know, it depends on how that conversation goes. Uh, but, but absolutely. Uh, I think in our industry, in our, in our company, for example, in the first five years, um, um, I think that something like 60% of our associates were customers under somebody else before they became associates themselves. They, they saw it, they got their bill, they saw that nothing changed, they were actually saving some money, and they were following their friend, seeing that he was making money, and they said, hey, wait a minute, show me that opportunity, I want to take a look at that. Very cool. Hey, so let's shift gears a little bit, uh, let's share another story. Take us to the time you consider your proudest moment in network marketing. Yeah, so, um, you know, Simon, one of the things that, um, that, I, that I, oh, my battery, uh-oh, hold on a second. Um, one of the things that, um, that I get extremely, 
um, you know, proud about is is not so much my success, um, but it's the success of other people um, that I can personally say that I mentored them or I helped them get to where they go. Um, I help them with their success. And when I see those people, you know, up on stage at our national convention or are getting recognized in some form or fashion, um, that's where, you know, that's where I um, get my most benefit and enjoyment is is the fact that I helped um, somebody get involved in network marketing. And I and I know that I'm part of the reason that they're successful. Um, right now, especially you're a business owner. What excites you about network marketing now? Where do you see this profession headed to in the next, you know, five, ten years? Yeah, so, well, I mean, a, a couple things. Um, you know, one is I see that the economy that we have, it's it's changing. You know, when you look at companies like Lyft and Uber, uh, you look at companies, uh, you just look at some companies that have gone out there and disrupted the industry, whatever industry they're going after. They've disrupted it, right? I see that network marketers um, are, you know, we're, we're disruptors. That's what, that's what we want to do. We want to go in and take a you know, like in our travel business, my gosh, if we could just go in and get, you know, one-tenth of one percent of, you know, Priceline and Expedia's business, um, we would, it would be unbelievable how successful that would be. Um, and when people see our travel product and they see what I'm talking about, they would be like, holy cow, this is incredible. How can you save me that much money? Um, when it comes to energy, um, you know, it's a $500 billion energy uh, market. It's $500 billion. We have one, we have one market um, up in New York where the Utility has 300,000 customers, and over five years, we've penetrated and gotten 8% of that market, 8% of one particular utility. That's remarkable. Um, if we could, if you took 1% of $500 billion, we would be a $5 billion company. We're not. We're a $400 million company. So you can see that the numbers are, are there, and they're, and they're big. So I look at us as, um, as disruptors of traditional business is what network marketing is. Hey, ML Nation, have you ever been paralyzed by fear of recruiting? You know, you want to be successful, you want to make money, you need to recruit, you need to talk to people, you got a prospect, you know, it's uh, and every, what do you call it, every no is close to you, yes, you probably heard of it before, right, and they're not rejecting you, they're just rejecting opportunity, but still, you're paralyzed by fear, you're nervous. If this happens to you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I welcome you to attend my free webinar, 11 Brain Hacks to Help You Overcome the Fear of Prospecting. Because I used to be the same way. You know, my first two months in a business, I made zero money. The reason why, I only talked to 10 people. And I was so scared. It took me two and a half months to talk to 10 people. I was just scared to approach people. And then one day, I had my big aha moment. I discovered some brain hacks, 11 little mental tricks that can say to yourself to help you overcome that fear. And once I overcame that fear, I was able to talk to people, at least five new people, five follow-ups, do three presentations a day, and that's my 5-5-3 routine. And it helped me become a top sponsor. I ended up uh, recruiting over 80 people a year for five straight years. So if you're interested to help you overcome your fears so that you can make the money and grow your business, go check out my webinar. It's mlnation.net forward slash fear. Okay, mlnation.net forward slash fear. Go check it out, register, and I look forward to seeing you on the training. Um, very good. Thank you for sharing. But as we go to the end of the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain. Okay. Uh, the first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? So I just happened to see one here the other day. It was a um, um, John Maxwell um, said it. And he says, you'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success um, 
is 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 in what you do is in your daily routine, right? So, so we can't expect um, our we can't accept, expect to be successful unless we're changed something that we're currently doing, and then finding that change and and doing it on a daily basis. I mean, that's the second key is, you know, you do not have to build an empire in a day. As a matter of fact, you won't. Um, it, but if you do a couple simple things every day, you know, if you have a list, you know, hey, I'm going to call, you know, ten prospects today. I'm going to call, um, I'm going to email or whatever. I'm going to contact 10 people. I'm going to show this business to 10 people. Whatever your numbers are for your business, um, you just have to do it every day. And if you don't do it on Tuesday, then you got to do 20 on Wednesday. Um, but you you have to do that. And, and over time, um, if you do that, if you do something consistently, uh, you will you will have success. And then, you know, the, the next thing that happens is you might go, I, I like, I look at, um, I look at network marketing like fishing. Right. If you if you're like fishing, um, typical guy will get up at five, six o'clock in the morning because he's got to get out there before the sun comes up, whatever. And he goes out and he fishes and he might come home with no fish, might come home with no fish. But what what's cool about fishing is you can't wait to get up at five thirty tomorrow and do it again. Right. And you can't wait to go the next day and do it again. Well, one of these days. Right. If you keep on doing it, you can't you're not going to catch a fish unless you get up and go. Right. But on, on Wednesday, all of a sudden you go out and you hit a blitz and you, you catch 10 fish, um, right? It's, it's, so I look at network marketing like fishing where you're never going to get that next recruit unless you do the activities that is going to cause, um, cause that to happen. Um, and two is you never know. All of a sudden, um, you know, you, all of a sudden you get a new recruit and you start having success. Success, well, it's a heck of a lot easier to talk to that next person because it's in you, your passion is there. It's in you. It's in you. You you have belief because you you just got a new recruit and he's doing well. So you see that the system works. So it puts more belief in you, and it's just easier to get that across to the next person. When you when you have success and get somebody good, that is the time to call as many people as you can because it comes off to them like, hey, he's really excited about this, um, rather than being desperate. Uh, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? Um, so one habit is, um, um, you know, I would say, you know, writing things down is, is something that, um, whether it be your list, if you're putting your list together, whether it's five names, 10 names, 20 names, um, I like to tell people to don't just look at your phone and get, and say you have a list, uh, physically write them down. Cause it does two things. One is when you're writing it down, it makes you think a little bit more about that person. Um, but I also tell them to, when you're writing that person's name down, think about who they know, right. And write their names down next to them. So that when you're talking to them, um, you know, you can say, you know, hey, Simon, um, I want to tell you about this opportunity. And as you're telling them about it, um, you say, hey, it might not be for you, but I know your friend John and your friend Sam that we met the other day. You know, it might be for them. So I'd like you to take a look at it. If you think it's for you, then great. But but maybe it'd be for them. Right. Um, but when you're writing down your list, um, write down kind of have a couple subcategories of people that they know, because ultimately at the end of the day, that's the way this business works is. You know one person, they know 10 people that you don't know. Mm. Really, really good advice. I think uh, that's the first time I heard that. Make a subcategory of the people they know. Because often the leaders, the superstars, are one, one or two degrees away. Exactly. And what's the best piece of advice you ever received in your life? Oh, so uh, I guess a quote that my mother uses. I don't think she coined it, but I'll say that she did. Um, she's an extremely wise woman. She just turned 89. Um, and I use this with uh, my kids all the time, uh, is your choices today foreshadow your future. 
So what you decide to do today is ultimately at the end of the day going to decide where your life is going, whether it be whether you're a teenager and you have that decision to make, um, you know, do I do something good or do I do something bad? Well, if you do something bad and you get caught, it could change your life. When it comes to our business and what we do, um, you know, the things I do today, if I choose to go after this business, if I choose to pick up that 800-pound telephone and call some people, um, then that's going to change my life. If I choose not to, then I know what's going to happen. That's nothing, <laughs> right? Hmm. Really, by the way, you just inspired me to do something with my oldest son. Thank you. Yeah. No, you're good. Because, um, you know, we've been playing baseball a lot, and the season's over. But oh, while we're playing, because, you know, we practice so you can get better next for next season. But you actually inspired And for the summer, he's going to play in the summer camp. But you inspired me. Thank you for sharing that. I'm going to teach yeah, you sure. on that today. Um, what's the uh, what's your favorite prospecting tool you use? So say you have a qualified prospect, right? Uh, do you send them a link to online video? Do you sit down with them? Would you talk to them on the phone? Do you use a PowerPoint? What do you like to use? Yeah, so first thing, I mean, the tools the tools are the businesses to have tools to go to. So number one is I'll never send somebody a link unless I can have it set up, like an appointment, where, hey, you're going to be in front of a computer. If I can't be with them in person, right, because that's obviously the best. Um, if I can't be with them in person, I'll tell them, hey, listen, I want you to watch a little 15-minute video. Um, hey, he'll say, hey, send me the link. I'm like, now do me a favor. When you get home, when you have 15 minutes or when you can give me a, a good 20 minutes, um, let me know, and I'll, I'll get on the phone with you, and I'll, I'll share the link with you then. Because you know, you know, everybody knows that um, nobody can watch a 15-minute video without getting a text message, without one of their kids interrupting them, without their phone ringing. And at the minute that they get interrupted and they hit pause, they may go back to it. They may not. Who knows? So you want to make sure that the time they give you is they're really committing to you for that full time. So, again, I don't care if, it's, if he's in California and I'm in New Jersey. I'll send him the link. I'll say, okay, watch this. Write down any questions. Have a pad and paper with you and write down any questions that you may have. Um, I'm going to, you know, when this is over, I'm going to either stay on the phone with them or I'm going to give you a call back, right? Um, and then when I get a call back, I could, I might have a, a, an upline or a partner or a cross line or somebody there ready to help me answer some questions. If I'm new in the business, I'm definitely going to have somebody um, available to help answer the questions. Because then I'm going to say to my buddy, you know, hey, Simon, listen, I got my partner, um, Joe, on the phone. Uh, he knows his business a lot better than I do. So if you don't mind, um, ask him some questions because I might learn something too. So if you're new in the business, that's a, that's a given to do that. Um, I don't want to. I don't like getting people um, on that third party. I don't like it to be like, hey, I'm going to bring a closer on, you know. So get ready, you know. Um, I don't like it to be that attitude. I almost kind of like it to be where the guy's like excited and he he kind of he likes it and he wants to more hear about strategizing rather than answering questions like, all right, what do I really got to do to make money in this thing? Um, so those are some of the, just some of the tools that we have. And then one of the things that, I mean, I'm bad at it is, um, is following up. Um, I'm just bad at it. I have so many people over the years that I've introduced this business to and, and I just, I got, I just don't follow up with them well enough. So that's one of the things I got to work on. No, thank you for being transparent and sharing that. Cause uh, especially when you have a lot of people to follow up, um, you know, you, you tend to tend to forget. But I think, but the, I think the lesson is for those who are watching and listening that you can still be a top earner because the bulk of contacts that Jim has talked about, right? It's not you're following with five or ten people. You're probably literally thousands of people on your rolodex that you need to follow up with. Yeah, and and not even that. I mean, I mean, I had somebody the other day say, um, you know, hey Jim, I've run out of people to talk to. I'm like, you know what? 
I don't ever want to hear somebody tell me that they've ran out of people to talk to. Because I'll be honest with you, sometimes sometimes the best recruits are people that are strangers. They're just people that you meet. So you say, well, how does that happen? Well, you got to get yourself out there. You got to get yourself involved in networking groups. You got to get yourself involved in your kid's school. Um, you know, just get out into your community one way or another, uh, and get get in a way where you can meet people, meet new people. Right? You have to. You know, that should be one of your goals is I meet three new people every day that I can communicate with in some form or fashion. Absolutely. Hey, um, do you have a favorite app on your phone or online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote that you could recommend? So I like um, like so a lot of times we have uh, files that are fairly big, whether it be a PowerPoint or a video or something like that. Um, I like using WeTransfer.com. It's a free service. You can transfer up to two gigabytes. Um, of, of, of stuff. I know we have, um, you know, you can, we use Dropbox where we can have a whole bunch of files in there. Um, I know Google, you know, setting up, if you have a team where you want to have some stuff in common, you could set up a, a team page on Google where you can put in, um, you could just load it up with, uh, with the files that are, that are needed there. And then everybody on that team, on that given team has access to it. There's so much technology out there and it's all free. Uh, what's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? So I would say um, I would say Eric Worre's GoPro is just a it's just something that everybody who gets involved with network marketing, um, whether you've been in it for ten years and haven't read it, or if you're just getting started, if you're just getting started, that should be the first book you read, um, without a doubt. Um, um, you know, Eric Worre's you know just been a great great for the industry. And here's the last question, Jim, the million dollar question. You ready? Let's go. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you didn't know your wife, you didn't know your kids, but you're, you're like an alien that went to another planet. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Right. So if I, um, if I, with what I know now, um, and I didn't know anybody. I moved, like I said, I moved in. I just got popped into this place where I knew nobody. Um, I would definitely use the Internet. Um, number one, I would create a blog um, with with some content on it. Um, I would, if I didn't know how to do it, well, I know how to do it, so that's part of the question. Um, I, I, let me put it this way: I know what I should do. I don't know exactly know how to do it, but I know all the ingredients of what I should do. Uh, I would create a, a a blog post. I would create um, a Facebook page. I would go in and 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 you know go join groups on Facebook. Uh, you know, find a. You know, I just found one in my town, which is great. Every town has these where they have a local Facebook thing. And when it comes to like travel, for example, you know, you at least once every two weeks, somebody's putting up, hey, I'm going to Cancun. Can anybody recommend um, a place to go? Well, that's a that's a hot target um, for me to reach out. It's probably in the past two months. I've probably had seven people that I've been able to talk to that I don't know who they are. But I was able to talk to them and show them how, hey, listen, if you got a couple minutes, I can show you this. And I saved them $1,000 on a trip. They were prepared to pay three grand, and I got it to them for two grand. And they didn't do anything different than they would have done except for learn how to do it through us. So there are so many, um, you know, like I say, join the, um, um, you know, maybe join a BNI group, um, uh, these networking groups. Go to meetup.com, you know, meetup.com. When, when we go into different cities, if we're going in there, um, opening up a new market. You know, find where their meetup.coms are that are, you know, our business is kind of all about sustainability and whatnot. So if we go to ones that are uh, where we go where people are favoring, you know, talking about the environment or something like that, you're getting planted into 
10, 20, 30 people that are kind of like-minded and are going to be very open to hearing what you have to say. And, I, and, and guys, um, all right, so let's pretend that now that's not the case. Let's pretend that you are where you are. You've been living there for 20 years. You have this community of network and people. Well, they may not be the people that you want to talk to. You may want to go to a meetup.com. You may want to go to a local BNI as a guest a little bit and introduce yourself. Um, get yourself out there, right? Even though you have been here a lot, maybe maybe you don't want to go to your core group of people with it. So go to another group of people until you're comfortable going to that core group. Awesome advice. Hey, thank you so much, Jim. As we wrap up, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? So uh, uh, Facebook, uh, Jim Kenny. Um, um, I mean, can I give you my phone number or my email? If you want thousands of people to call and text you, yeah, I'll email you. Sure. Isn't that isn't that a dream for us? Isn't that our dream? <laughs> yeah, go um, ahead. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll yeah, you could. You could. There's the, people um, giving the phone numbers. If you want to put your phone I'll, number out there. I'll put it in the comments on your um, on the Facebook Live. Sure. Um, so anybody who's here, go to MLM Nation's Facebook, and I'll, I'll put it in the comments down there. Absolutely. Uh, so my best piece of advice is, um, you know, hey, guys, um, don't ever quit. Don't ever quit. Um, where, you know, tomorrow you could turn that rock over that has the next rock star uh, in your business. You just you just never know. Um, you paid whatever you paid to get involved in the business. Um, you can't think it's going to happen in a month or two months or six months. You know, you got to look at it with a three to five year um, type of window on it. Don't just give it three to five years. And if you do the things that your system, that your company, if your mentors, if you do what they tell you to do, you really can't not be successful in this business. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Jim Kenny. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and just type in Jim, J-I-M, at the search bar and the show notes and all the nuggets of wisdom and uh, Jim's contact info will be right there. In order to be successful in the network market and in life, you must help others. So, Jim, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Jim, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. Thanks very much. Take care. Hey, ML Nation. How would you like to track an endless supply of leads using Facebook, especially with Facebook Live? I'm sure you know Facebook Live is the rage right now. You've been on them. You've probably seen one of our Facebook Lives. And, you know, top leaders, a lot of my good friends in the profession right now are crushing it. They're like the top income earners, top recruiters. Where do you get these people? From Facebook Live. And even at ML Nation, I'm sure you've seen one of our Facebook Lives. We get anywhere from like 60 to 70 so to sometimes 90 to 100 leads a day using our five-stage Facebook Live system. And on I'm doing a free training right now on this webinar. We can go to the five stages and what to do because Facebook Live is not just turning on the camera and just saying a few things. There's actually a list of things you need to do and not to do and how to really be efficient and productive with this. And when I taught the five-stage Facebook Live system to one of my coaching clients, she immediately, even though she never really did lives before, started getting 20 to 30 leads a day to grow her business. So imagine you had 20 to 30 leads a day. What would have happened? What would happen to your business? What would happen to your income, right? So check out this training. You can just go to mlnation.net forward slash live, L-I-V-E. Okay, mlnation.net forward slash live, where you can learn the five-stage Facebook Live system so that you can attract an endless supply of leads. Go register right now, mlnation.net forward slash live, and I look forward to seeing you at the free training. MLNation, is Simon Chan here, and a recap 
of a show with Jim Kenny, great leader Jim Kenny. Yeah, you know this. You know what makes it cool is that this business, uh, profession, is tracking better and better people. Uh, that's one thing I've noticed as I've grown. You know, since I got started in 2003, uh, we get attracting more and more business-minded people. People like Jim who had a printing business and realized the internet was changing things. So you know when. These type of people come into the profession, they lift the profession up, right? The more professional backgrounds, they think outside the box, they're entrepreneurial. And, you know, for Jim, he was just dabbling in it. He's talking about dipping his toes in, not making the full commitment until he went to that event. And, you know, events, events, events are so important. We talk, you know, hear this almost in every leader, every episode, the event, the company convention, whatever, the conference, that was a turning point. He went to this event in Atlantic City with 2,000 people. He, he got an aha moment. He saw this one woman that, you know, moved his entire family from Utah to Connecticut, gave everything up, you know, her consulting gig, just to build his business, right? She saw the commitment. And, you know, sometimes it takes craziness to do like that. I mean, people ask me, oh, Simon, how did you go to this huge business in the Philippines? I went there like 10 times in two years, like traveling, on the what's that Philippines was like a 17, 18 hour flight, right? Seven, 10 times. And I actually didn't even fly direct at that time, I was connecting. So it was a little longer. I think now if you fly direct, it can be 14 and a half, 15 hours. But 10 times in two years uh, is about making that commitment, doing the daily things. Uh, Jim talks about go out in your community, go out in the community and meet people, right? Go, you should be out there meeting three people a day. And he gave great, um, great ideas like go volunteer, go do something. Um, for him, it's like Facebook group, Facebook pages, the blog post. This million-dollar question is really good. Even if you're in the community and you know people, go out and meet new people. Because a lot of times, the strangers, people who don't know you, often are the best ones. Because the people who know us too long may know about our past. It's very hard to get them in the business. And it's really uh, interesting because we talked about uh, his brothers. Actually, his two brothers, the three of them, they do really, really well in this company. But at the same time, he has also you know six other siblings that that are not interested in network marketing, right? So it happens to all of them. Like you can be, have the success and family members still don't join. You know, talking about commitment is about doing things consistently, right? Doing consistent. And the great quote, you, you know, if you want to change, you can't change your life until you change something you do daily by John Maxwell. So you got to be consistency, doing a couple of simple things every day. And it becomes like the compound effect. Talk about doing like fishing. You go fish one day, two days, three days in a row, wake up early in the morning at 5 a.m. You may not catch anything. And then one day you get lucky, a whole school of fish, and you can catch 10 fish, right? And once you have that momentum, that's what success is like. You know, I, when I think back to, when he said that, I think back to the times I uh, recruit, I, you know, I consider recruit like 80 people a year. It didn't happen like every week I spotted, to, even the average was like one to two people a week. There were weeks where I didn't sponsor two or three people. And zero. Two or three weeks, zero people. But then, because I have consistent follow-ups, there will be a week where, well, boom, I got like seven sign-ups, eight sign-ups in a week. But that is seven, eight sign-ups wasn't done that week. It was done through the previous three weeks of calling, following up, following up, just like the fisherman story that he was sharing about. And once you have that success, you keep going. Use momentum. I see a lot of people, oh, they have success. You got a rank. They're going to go celebrate. Forget about celebrating, especially if you haven't, on not full time, you haven't made it yet, right? You haven't, you're still building. Forget about celebration. Keep running that momentum. The best time to make a sale is immediately after you made the sale. Because like Jim says, to hear your passion, go ride that momentum. Uh, writing things down is a great tip. Like, you know, when you list out people, don't just list out the people you think of. List out who they know because a lot 
of the big leaders, the superstars who are interested in joining the business, are always one or two degrees away. Remember, this is a big mistake. Most of the people you know are not the destination, but they are the doorway to your destination. You know, stop this and write that down. The people you know on your list, they're not the destination, but they're the doorway to the destination. Uh, a couple other tips is here is... Um, you know, people always have adversity and challenges. You always have adversity and challenges. It will never end, right? Jim Rohn says the only person that doesn't have problems is a dead person. So if you have problems, welcome. That means you're living. And he talked about the down points. People quit. And he actually thanked that because there's a big lesson. It's, it's the filter process. It actually lets them know who is serious and who is not. You make more money. If you're down less, you don't do anything. You make more money when they quit than for them to suck up your time and energy. This business is about finding a couple of people that do a lot. And one person can do more than 10,000 people combined. It's about finding those people. But you're never going to find those people if you're wasting your time with the wrong people. right? So it's filtering out and looking for activity. He, he gives us a simple task. Go get three customers. And he teaches them. He does now. Jim does energy and services. right? And he does travel as well. And just get three customers. If people can get three customers for, for in his business, then he knows that these people are not really working the business consistently. And he has a really good script. He's just like, you know, uh, he contacts five people he's very close to. Hey, I need a favor. You know, I think I can save you some money on your energy bill. Give me a copy of your energy bill and I can see I can save you a couple few dollars. Simple as that, right? And that's something that's a very low barrier entry that you, you should be able to get a couple of customers. Because when you're a leader, you want to work with people that deserve your time, not need your time. So that's a very simple, good, very good barrier test. And you could do that three or four times a day. Um, last thing is don't, you know, he, he talks about like not teaching people to make a list of 200 uh, because it can be intimidating. Some people never, th- you know, really think about the contact list being 200 people. But narrow it down to just a couple people and you reach him, reach out to them to uh, become a customer first and get them those quick wins. So great show by Jim Kennedy. Definitely reach out to him. Go to mlnation.net. Just search for Jim, J-I-M, and you see him on the search bar. I see him um and you see on the show notes page, connect with them. And also, if you like this, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. They mean a lot to the entire profession. Uh, make us proud as well. And lastly, I just want to appreciate you for listening. Thank you so much. I'm Simon Chan. I'm loud and proud to be in this amazing profession. And now's your turn. Remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.